2023, and you're listening to Movies in 4K. I am Bill Shetty. I'm Lady Phantom. Is it already 2023? I can't believe it. Yes, it is. And we're going to do our best to get one episode out a month. What do you say? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We are going to try hard. If we do, that would be 36 4K reviews for the year. Three a month, 12 months. All right. If you don't know, this is our new format now where we start with our music sound track quiz that lady phantom plays along with you out there she has no idea of these and then we get into three 4k reviews starting with a brief movie synopsis and then our 4k grading you know what i'm saying (laughs) yes we do should we mention hurdle for the last time where we got this idea yeah sure explain it it's just a website, hurdle.com. It's managed or something by Spotify. And you have basically you have to guess a song a day. And you get six guesses. First you get one second, then two seconds more, then three seconds more, and so on and so forth. And if you don't guess the song at six guesses, then you lose for the day. And it's, it's a lot of fun. I like it. Yes, and we modified it slightly. I give you more than a second. We do four songs, soundtracks, basically, that come from movies. And if you get all of them right, it's A, one wrong B, two wrong C, three wrong D. If you get them all wrong, you're an F, and you shouldn't be watching movies. That's <laughs> my spirit. Or you should be watching more movies, yes, because then that true. means that you don't know them. Right. Now... When we start this up, I give the Phantom the first lead, and I tell her, don't know it if she says it, but she's going to guarantee when she says she knows it that she knows it, because I'll give you the full length of the song at the end. All right, let's start it up. This is going to be our format for the whole year of 2023, and we might as well say we hope you had a great Christmas and Happy New Year and prosperous 2023. What do you think? All the best to each and every one of you, and may this year be good for everyone. There we go. Now we're starting it off with song number one. This is easy, and they get progressively harder, and here we go. She knows it. Yeah. And I played a long clip on this. From the first, I thought I knew it, but I just wanted to hold my horses. But yeah. Yes. And I will say this time around and going forward, I think I, because I did this, this episode and you're going to see, I give you a little bit more in the first part on the easier songs. And then you get less, less, less. Then we go into playing the full song and you get about 15 seconds and we're going to stop it there and fade it down and then you must know it by then to get it right. So I'll play this brief clip one more time for you out there. Okay, now I'm going to play the full songs. I'm going to give you about 15 seconds. At 15 seconds, I'm going to point to the Phantom. She's <laughs> going to name it. You must have known it by then. So here we go. The longer clip. If you do get it with the longer clip before she answers, you still get it right. Let's do it. Okay. 
that right. Hopefully you did out there too. Now we play the full song, which these are pretty quick, and just talk about it briefly. Have you ever seen any of the versions of this? No. Like, really? The, this All the knowledge that I have of the Pink Panther comes from the cartoon I watched endlessly as a kid and which I loved and yeah. probably I still love because it's hilarious. I used to hilarious. watch it too. It was silent too. He never yeah. talked. No, no, no. I think at the on the very last episode he said something. Does he? I think. But it, it's hilarious. Yeah, this is a funny Peter Sellers movie back in the day. This has not been released on 4K yet. I think it's coming. It's due. <laughs> he what plays the, the the inspector, yes. right? The Clouseau, I think it I is. I think so. Inspector Clouseau. Yeah. And I, I mean, I do remember the, the inspector because the, that was another like part of the cartoon, right? I mean, there was the Pink Panther and separately. The inspector with the big nose. Right. It was great. I love the Pink Panther. Yeah, this is one I think they should bring back. I don't think I've seen this or heard about it on TV for decades, Lady Phantom. They they did another, like, I don't know if seasons or season, but it looks very different. And the Panther actually spoke. I think I watched it once Ooh. and I hated it. Because I was like, no, no, no. Yeah, it was like a mystery cartoon. Yeah, it was really cool. It was really cool. My favorite episode was the one with the cuckoo clock. <laughs> yeah. And the song. It's very catchy. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's a good pop song. culture. And I'll tell you what, I don't know if 30-year-olds might know it. It's I got it as the easiest one, but we'll see. It's iconic, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it depends if on, on if they've seen this. Because, I mean, they still show these cartoons on TV, I but think. But you've heard this song, right? Well, only in the cartoon. But it's pop culture. Because of the cartoon. <laughs> For me, at least. All right, so Lady Phantom is one for one. Hopefully okay. you are out there too. We're going on to the second one. Here we go. And she's in amazement, and I'm I, shocked. I'm making a face right now. You said you were going to take a picture of me. <laughs> <laughs> I did figure out how to record while we're doing this on the computer. I didn't think about it again because I thought you'd get it right away. I didn't think any of these Personally, I don't think any of these four, I'm starting out with a really easy one to me, I'm thinking. Uh -huh. But then again, I'm not playing, so it's kind of different when you know the stuff. Okay. But, I'll play it again. Yeah, you got two more times. Here we go. I can't believe it. I mean, I can tell you what it sounds like. Not yet. But it's kind of weird. Okay, one more time. Now, you still have the full version, 15 seconds. Here we go, playing that. Let's see if she okay. can get it, and you out there. It's exactly what I thought. And it's kind of unfair, actually. All right, what is it? This is a Uruk High song from the Lord of the Rings, but that is not the soundtrack. It, it's it's like made by a different orchestra or some kind of like if karaoke existed for this kind of thing, 
it would be like that because that is not the original soundtrack. No, this is actually a mix. But it doesn't, you didn't have to know the name of the song, just what movie it came from, Lady Phantom. Yeah, well, like, well, wasn't I mean, it it's, so obvious the it's first part note? Of, yeah, I mean, it's part of the, in the three movies from The Lord of the Rings, but it's, it's not fair because it's not the soundtrack. So, but it is fair. But no, because it is, it's not the soundtrack. A lot of songs have been written. It's not played by the same people that played in the movie. It's not fair. Would have been easier this? It's yes. not the soundtrack. But would you have got it quicker with this? No. Because I knew from the from the beginning what it sounded like to me, and even I, I told you, but it's not the soundtrack. <laughs> so if you have a song that has the same sound, it has, but it's no, done by no, no, a no, different I mean, it, it has to be the original one or it doesn't, it, it's not fair. But you got it. Yeah, so I did. So you're two for two, and okay. I think all you are going to be peeved at the Phantom that it took her so long on her favorite movie but ever. But I knew, I told you, I know what it's, what I think it sounds but like, and I was right. But you was in What? You was in bewilderment. Because it did, because it, it sounded different from the actual movie. But it's movie. the exact same song, though. But it sounds different. Ugh. All right, so... Lord of the Rings, in my opinion, is one of the best sets out there yep. to buy. It's got some hate by some nutty critics. <laughs> Most people think it's outstanding now, but some it reviewers is. question it. It's great. And he did it along with the Hobbits, right? He denoised it and everything and made it yeah. more clear and more vibrant to go along with the Hobbits. Yep. And it works. And that's two down. Lady Phantom is on her way to her first A, maybe. We'll see. Maybe. All right. Let's move on to number three. Oh, wait, 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 wait. And is that the same kind of orchestra that played the Lord of the Rings? I don't know what orchestra. I don't look up the orchestra name. Oh, I am between two. Well, let me play it again. Okay. You get a little bit more, too, after these clips. And if you don't know it by then, when I give you 15 seconds, it kind of kicks in, and I think it's pretty obvious. But I think it's pretty obvious here, too, but okay. last time. Are you thinking you know it? Yeah. Don't say it. No, no, no. All right, I'm going to give you all out there 15 seconds. Here we go. Ben Hur. Yep. It, it, it was either, either or <laughs> in my mind. <laughs> because it's a, the same kind of, of thing. Oh, I love Ben Hur. Quite a and, bit it, and that's not the original soundtrack either, but Ben Hur rules. It's a very good movie. I'm surprised because we just watched Ten Commandments a few months back and. It's kind of the same not thing. Not really. 
Not if the song you're thinking doesn't really sound like that at all. But it's kind of the same grandiose thing. And this one has been released on 4K. We haven't got it yet. We oh, haven't had a, a request. That's a fantastic or nothing. movie. It's another what? Monumental, long, it's, huge It's like movie. four hours long. It was uh, the first movie that I remember being super, super long, but it, it's fantastic. It's great. All right. Three down. The best Lady Phantom can do is a B if she gets the last hardest one. And if not, she's going to get a C. Hope you're doing well out here. Let's finalize the music soundtrack quiz with this. And the only reason you see how you only got a three-second clip there is because this is one of my favorite tunes, sort of, for soundtracks. But I think she knows it, right? Yeah. Because I've played it a lot. But I don't know if you know it out there. Here we go. Brief clip. And one more time. Okay, fans out there. Now we're going to give you 15 seconds to get the last and hardest one. Yes, and that's the name of the song, Holiday Road. Yes, Lindsey Buckingham from Fleetwood Mac. And the reason I wanted to play this one this time around, because we didn't get it, and I wanted to explain why, but Vegas fake, excuse me, Christmas Vacation was just released on 4K for the holidays. We did not get it. Should have. <laughs> because we have the set, the whole movie yeah, set true. box set on Blu-ray, and I can't even picture it being that much better, to be honest, and I don't think it was worth it. But out there, if you've seen it over the holidays, let us know how good Christmas Vacation was, because it's one of my favorite Christmas movies. But I just didn't think it was worth it. And this is where it all started from. The Vacation Soundtrack by Lindsey Buckingham. It's when he's driving on vacation on an interstate. And then <laughs> this hot girl pulls up. And this is when the song plays. The and it's Christy the Brinkley. Yes. And she's actually in the latest Vegas Vacation. One of my top five favorite movies of all time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Comedy especially. So hopefully one of you got this on Christmas special because I'm curious to know how Christmas vacation was and if you think it's worth it. All right, so Lady Phantom got three out of four, almost got an A for the first time. Just missed it. But she did good. She got a B. How did you do out there? And I only thought it was the, the, the one that I said before because you or we haven't seen Ben Hur together. Like, that was like the only reason. Like, bleh. why would you just think that? Nah. I mean, you got to be <laughs> in the mood to watch a movie like that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right, let's get on to our 4K goodness. Starting this week with a new, highly anticipated release. What is it, Lady Phantom? What year? Who stars in it? And what's the synopsis? 
It's Reservoir Dogs from 1992. It's uh, R. And the synopsis is when a simple jewelry heist goes horribly wrong, the surviving criminals begin to suspect that one of them is a police informant. And the director is one of my favorite directors, Quentin Tarantino. And who stars in this? Oof, we have Harvey Keitel, Michael Madsen, Steve Buscemi, Tim Roth, Chris Penn, Lawrence Tierney, and uh, Quentin Tarantino, and others. Yes, this might be one of the only, you might think, action-style movies that doesn't show the crime <laughs> that yes. ever exists. Right. It's about a band of criminals, sort of like Ocean's Eleven. I mean, they get together unknowingly. They don't know each other, but they're doing a jewelry heist and things go awry and there's a stool pigeon, so to speak, and it's sort of a mystery, right? Yeah, and in very Tarantino uh, mood, let's say, or mode, more like, like you, you, what you see is not necessarily in linear order like there are flashbacks and everything right so what you have is just a bunch of guys wondering why this went wrong some of them have died they're all named a color like mr blue mr pink so on so forth so they don't know each other they don't give their real names and stuff like that there's one leader mob type guy that's mr tierney and um it's probably going to come to a shock to a lot of people. This is by far my favorite Quentin Tarantino film. It's his first movie. It's only cost a million point five to oh. make. Mm -hmm. Was a bomb at the box office. Only made really? 2.3 million. And I'm talking million out there worldwide. Wow. Remember, Quentin Tarantino was unknown. Yeah, of course. And all the stars. I mean, there's no big star at the time really lady phantom mm -hmm. the most you would say mm -hmm. is harvey keitel he is listed first right. but he wasn't even like an a-lister i would say no it's not like he was a leading man and anything. michael madsen up and comer christopher penn had been in footloose that's about it <laughs> steve buscemi was up and comer and um nobody knew who quentin tarantino was at the time tim roth what do you think he wasn't very yeah, so well you have all unknowns except harvey keitel pretty much yeah or or movie. just fairly known like to me like this guy the the chris pin i i can only think that he is a slightly less annoying pin but that's it and he was my favorite in this he was, do you have a he favorite was good. i would say harvey keitel or buscemi Really? Or See, rough. I, I, would, I mean, like, I'm in between really? those three. See, yeah. I would go number one, the most engaging was Christopher Penn, and number two was Michael Madsen. Oh, okay. Now, the things that, I mean, the, the, the Christopher Penn guy, like, I just found him so repulsive for some reason. Like, ugh, I don't know. Ugh. Okay, I don't want to describe anymore. We're doing brief synopsises. But I do want you to discuss, Lady Phantom, if somebody doesn't get into this movie don't feel it would it be a boring drag yeah because i like it and it is boring to me 
in certain parts to of the me, movie. To me, it's not because I know it so well, so I'm waiting for these key parts in the movie. Right, right. Like, I came to this movie probably to no surprise of yours after Pulp Fiction. I like it. It has very good uh, dialogues because it's written by Tarantino, and that guy can write a dialogue. But at some points, it is boring to me. Like, I can actually fall asleep at some point. Okay, two things. That's where I'm criticizing this movie with is some of the dialogue with it. There was some ham-fisted jokes in the car. Would be clearly racial nowadays if it was said in movies. And it's really eye-opening from back then because this ain't that old of a movie. 30 no. years, exactly. Um. No. But what I want to say is most people came to this movie after Pulp Fiction because they're like, oh, what did this guy do? Now, I don't like Pulp Fiction. I can watch it. It's just not my style of film. This is more, this just flows. It's so interesting. You want to know who the cop is in this because they're being set up and everybody plays the role to a T. Like, the acting in this is stellar to me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like yes, it is. it's amazing. And the writing, for the most part, is outstanding. It's just this middle section where it's like, nah, you didn't have to go here with some of the jokes. And I personally didn't think it was funny. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem I have with Quentin Tarantino. His kind of humor isn't really my taste. But, um... Yeah, so it's basically just a drama, people. Not even a crime. It's listed as crime. I wouldn't even put thriller in there. It's basically a drama, and you're learning about these six or seven guys, what they know, what went wrong with this heist. You don't ever see the heist. You do see a couple people getting shot, things like that. But there is some gore. I want to finalize it with that. One of my favorite scenes in this. Excellent makeup, by the way. And by now, Quentin Tarantino's known for these shock scenes now in every one of his movies. Yeah. But this might be one of the best, like, practical effects I've ever seen in in his movies. Like, there's one scene that is like, wow. And I think it's fantastic. All right. So for me, I'm going to give this an eight, a must own must watch movie just get if it seems boring at start just go with it it does pick up it gets more fascinating more interesting and you are guessing throughout this movie if you're into it and it's not that long people out there it's under an hour and 40 minutes you know it's probably like an hour and 30 minutes without all the credits so even though it's a could seem like a slog Things are progressing and you're learning more and stick with it, but buy it eight out of 10. Lady Phantom. To me, it's a seven out of 10. I think it is. It's definitely a good movie, but I do find it boring. And now that you said like, it's probably like one hour and a half without the, without the, the credits and everything. Oh my goodness. Like it, it definitely dragged for me. Yeah. And the funny thing with this, you've seen so many movies like this of heist gone wrong and then they meet up somewhere and they try to, but you always see the heist <laughs> in this yeah. one. You never see the heist. They just talk about it. They clue you in as the movie goes on. There's some flashbacks with what happens to certain characters. Yeah. 
but like it's not an action movie or thriller no. at all in my opinion yeah it, it's kind of like with pulp fiction that you never really know what's in the briefcase it's like like there's always a an, an element of what happened here i don't know right but yeah i mean to me it's a seven i think it's uh i don't think it's a must own i think it's a must see at least one so maybe like rent it but that's it all right let's move into the 4k Go very for good surprisingly good surprisingly good like the only thing that looked a little bit off to me was the blood it looked tim burton-esque only in like, the beginning i would say lady phantom towards the end with the ear shabackle and stuff like that it did seem more richer more natural or or maybe by that time we were already used to it. I don't know, but but yeah, no, at the beginning it does I seem a little bit bright. Competently paid attention to this. Yeah. And it could have something to do with the conversion to 4K. They might have manipulated some coloring in certain scenes in this because this has been DNR'd people out there. This looks clean. There is a little grain not bothersome at all. Like it's so mild. And these type of movies usually have heavy grain, Lady Phantom. Yeah. Because there's low light. There's never really any bright scenes in this except a couple of the flashbacks. Mm -hmm. But they're in this warehouse. It's dimly lit. There's lights just coming through windows. Yep. And it works. The saturation level is great on here. The black levels were really good. There are a lot of close-ups in this on people's faces excellent look lifelike yeah and these guys that go by different names of colors like their shirts are all snow white yes like super white yes and they're beautiful. all wearing the same uh suit basically a yeah, black, black with suit a with a with a black tie and and white, white shirt, shirt. Yep. but like the whites are spotless and they look it yeah but i'll tell you what tim roth goes through torture in this and that's not the main scene but he's injured throughout the whole movie yeah and he did really good his acting he i i think he's I a great actor it. now yeah. this wasn't up converted to uh dolby atmos it's 5.1 dts but this movie didn't need it i mean i am gonna penalize it it ain't gonna get no you know it can't be a demo disc <laughs> Because this just isn't a movie that amplifies sound. It's dialogue. Yeah. And There's I, a couple gunshot battles. Yeah. And I think it's a good idea to mention that, yes, it's DNR. It's uh, like you have seen, you see no grain or anything, not really to speak of. Yeah. But no, it looks so filmic. It oh, still yes. Looks filmic. It maintains the filmic, but with the nice velvety yes. coloring. It's an outstanding release yep. and i will say this came in a 4k slipcover version and then the 4k steelbook version which people are inglorious of getting because it has a slip on the 4k which has an ear <laughs> yeah. you'll know if you've seen it if not you gotta see it but it has a bloody ear and then you take off the slip and then underneath it it projects this other image it's really clear it's a great steel book looking and so's the original um one we have the yeah, steel book the slip cover it's different mm -hmm. and i like it so let's go with the ratings of the 4k disc i think this is a b plus 
Like it's, as you said, it's no reference material, but it's an excellent disc. I am dead on Lady Phantom's bandwagon. That's exactly what I had. B plus, because for an early 90s movie, I don't think we've seen much better, Lady Phantom. Yeah. You know, look, you know, we always have to mention going back to the 60s, 2001. Yeah, but it's I not mean, at this level. Let's but, say that it's not the norm. But out of 100 <laughs> movies that's been released in the 90s, this is up in the top five of them. Right. No doubt about it. It looks fantastic. You don't have to worry about grain, blurriness. It was shot so well. It looks luscious and gorgeous. It's almost like you're watching it again. It's that colorful. It just was amped in the right spot and DNR'd in the right spot. Yep, I completely agree. All right, let's move on. Second review of 2023, Lady Phantom is... The Commuter from 2018. It's a movie with Liam Neeson, and the synopsis is, an insurance salesman, ex-cop, is caught up in a life-threatening conspiracy during his daily commute home. All right, and stars, you named one of them. Yeah, Liam Neeson, Patrick Wilson, Vera Farmiga, Jonathan Banks, Elizabeth McGovern, and Sam Neill. And basically, all the other ones that she named aren't in it more than oh, five minutes. And Florence <laughs> Pugh, also, in a small role. Was you kind of hurt that there... They weren't in it more, these stars? Uh, I mean, yes and no, because they did what they needed to do, and they helped to to pique my interest in the movie, and they did it, <laughs> you know? I was so happy to see many of them, because I, I really like these people, so. Okay, I want to start off with you with just a question. Mm-hmm. Is this Liam Neeson being Liam Neeson? And number two, is it a typical Liam Neeson action movie? I think no and no, which I was pleasantly surprised with because like not long ago, I think when we did the other one, the, the one with the guy that did the snow thing <laughs> with Liam Neeson, the other movie we, we reviewed from him, I, I, I actually told you, I mean, this guy, he is becoming a parody of himself. It's like he plays Liam Neeson playing Liam Neeson. And now he didn't. I really liked his role. Like uh, this poor guy that gets caught in something that he is not expecting. And he does his best and everything. And I really liked it. Yeah, and I would agree where I wouldn't agree was the i don't think it was liam neeson being liam neeson not at all like he's just way more hardcore in the other movies like taken and stuff like that Mm -hmm. um the action part i was a little disappointed with it it's really not that much action this is another mystery (laughs) yeah yes it is It's, it's like who's doing this why What's the point? And for some reason, after more time was going by, I didn't care, Lady Phantom. It just seemed so monotonous how many different people he thought it was. No, I did care. I, I yeah, I you did You were care. that interested? Yeah, and when I found who it was, finally I was like, oh, oh, you know, like something like that. So. But they try to 
throw people you think it is all the time in this movie they focus on so many characters like oh it's this one oh it's this one oh it's this like each person they focus on seems like there's a reason why they could be doing it well yeah and it's none and of that's them. the point of the movie and i fit it i think it pulled it off pretty nicely yeah i'll tell you what if this was five more minutes longer i might have dozed off on this one because i just thought it was getting kind of ridiculous how many they went through in this but um yeah phantom summarized it great i did want to talk about the opening i thought it was groundhog's day oh but (laughs) i got it immediately yeah they begin like with uh, with his alarm clock you know, and then he says hi to his wife, and then they immediately do the same, but something like else happens, times. and uh-huh. and then and then you mentioned what is that Groundhog Day, and I was like, no, they are just showing this guy's routine, monotonous day. No, not monotonous day, his routine. But and why they, did that matter? Because they needed to establish quickly in the opening of the movie that this is what this guy did every single day without being monotonous and i think they nailed that really i didn't see the reason for it even thinking about it now because okay he could have gone like for example he could have gone to his commute you know and talked to the guy the the old guy that was his friend jonathan banks whom i love from breaking bad and say oh yeah you know i have been doing this commute for the last 10 years and I have uh, blah, 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 blah. But that's just exposition. Like that would have been exposition, but it, that would have been lazy. This way they showed you in five minutes that but this they, guy has been doing this same thing for 10 years. But they've done, they did it both, Lady Phantom. They did the beginning and they say it many times with the old guy that's on the train with them. Oh, I've seen you for 10 years. Like yeah. they. But at, le- but, at, but at the beginning, they establish with you. I mean, like, by the time that he says it, you already know. So you're like, oh, okay, yeah, that's true. Like, it's, it's oh, it's been 10 years. Okay. Because you already know that he has this routine. And that, I, I insist, that was really effective to me. But th- right now, you just want the details. It's, it's like, okay, like, for how long has this been exactly? And are you married? Do you have children? Like, what's the deal here, you know? So I I think it's very well done. See, for some reason, I think things were missed, things were overstated, and some was just boring because of how this movie plays. I will say, this isn't a spoiler, because we don't give spoilers on our quick reviews. He is an ex-cop, and he wanted to get out of the business. Well, it's even in the synopsis. Right, and so he takes this train every day to his insurance job or five days a week whatever you want to say but the supposed catch is that he knows everybody because he's seen him on this train i mean yeah he knows the regulars which is foolish going into new york I, i i i just think it wasn't done that well whatever all right let's get to the rating lady phantom we will say that this is done by the guy who did, which really perked me up. The Shallows. The Shallows. It's some Spanish guy. So I French. was exciting. Oh, is he French? I think he's French. Well, you said he was yeah, Spanish. Yeah, I said he, he's Spanish, but I think he's French. I, I may be wrong. 
so that got me excited and he did i actually looked at his uh filmography and other movies i've seen too so i liked what this guy directed he's got a good filmmaker experience and there is some really good things in this movie there's some good special effects and stuff like that but let's not go into that okay the only little tip i'll include and i don't know if you know this it comes to shock as me after seeing it none of this movie was filmed on a train at all what not one scene not did anybody ever step on a train that is amazing. Isn't that impressive? It is amazing because I would have never thought. Exactly. All right. Rating, you first. I think this movie is a six. I mean, like. <laughs> thought you was coming in so much higher. No, because, I mean, I think it's definitely above average, but it's not a fantastic movie. It's not anything that we haven't seen before in one way or another. The the acting is pretty much solid by everyone who's there, but there is nothing impressive. Liam Neeson does a good job, a solid job, but he is not better than he has ever been. Patrick Wilson and Vera, they are my, my favorite people in this movie, al- along with uh, Jonathan Banks, but they are there for, very, for a very short time, each one of them, so it's not like, wow... So there, I mean, I like the movie. I think it's solid, but it doesn't wow me in any way. So I think it's it deserves a six. Yeah, I thought you was coming higher because that's exactly what I have. It's a better than average movie. I said it got boring to me. The effects were the best part in this movie. Sound was re- very good too yeah. in this movie. Um, when the action scenes were going on. Um. Yeah, but it's definitely better than average or typical movie. But, uh, you know, even with me coming in with a six, I'm, I'm going to say just avoid this. What did you say? No, I, I think it's it's worth a watch. You do? Yeah, like rent it. And, and yeah, you know, I'm happy I have the, the digital copy because I might watch it again, <laughs> you know. But, but, yeah, it's nothing that I would say, oh, yeah, add it to your collection. No, not really. Yeah, but see, comparing with Reservoir Dogs, when you know who it is at the end, same type scenario, you're wondering who is behind this. I would never watch this movie. I'll watch Reservoir Dogs a million times over this. No, I'd rather watch because, this rather than Reservoir Dogs. See, that's funny because <laughs> once you know who it is, you know the first seven characters he goes through. It's not him in a movie like this. But I see your point. I see your point. I think that with Reservoir Dogs, for example, like you it's know about who the it camaraderie is. And the but you still want dialogue. to watch the acting and, and yes. stuff. Yes. This one, I mean, you know who it is. And and as I said before, I mean, they are all solid, but no one is amazing or, or, wow, I want to watch this again. No, not really. Like, I will probably watch it again when I forget what it's all about. All right. 4K, what do you think? It's a very good 4K. It's amazingly good, actually. Like, this one is clean, no grain great black levels there are a few scenes that have specular highlights and they look amazing stunning black levels in this yeah i mean some of the action scenes almost felt too real i know there's one scene the train train crash part like it's obviously done by cgi in many 
points, especially now that I know that you said that nothing happens in a train. And I would never know. Like, it doesn't look fake on 4K. Yeah, it looks so realistic and in your face and with the yellows and reds because it's dark out when this happens. Mm-hmm, yeah. So you never lose any detail in this never. movie either. It is so pristine with the shadow structure intact. It's an outstanding disc and the sound because you're dealing with the trains and the whistles and the tracks and uh, I don't know what, maybe 20 minutes of action in this movie yeah. somewhere around yeah. there. All that's going around you sounds great over around you, behind you and stuff. So Yeah, I really wish there had been more of that kind of action in the rest of the of the movie. Yeah. At least like you know, like Because like, it would have pepped the movie up more. Yeah, it's, it's just a little here a and there. Uh huh, because it's like it spends a lot of time on on the mystery and the action part is relatively short. If there had been, as you mentioned before in the review, more action like put here and yes. there so it was an action move oh this would be like amazing yes i would agree i think that would have made two points up if yeah. they would have somehow sprinkled yeah. you know something went wrong with the train and somebody had to fix it or something else yeah. going on that kept the action moving instead of just this mystery element uh, yeah. and going back and forth between each compartment in the train absolutely you know and not enough happened but still we're talking about the disc here i got this in demo lady phantom a minus wow nice i i had them in in or i had it in b plus but i can go but, to a minus but, but <laughs> we gotta decide here okay i would be happy with b plus plus and just mitten, missing the demo too but I'd also be happy with a minus. Yeah, let's, the demo. let's do the B plus plus because I don't think in the grand scheme of things, you know, if someone asked me like, "What this can I put on that will show me what 4K is all about?" I wouldn't go for this one. So let's do B plus plus. But B++. it has the spots and it is flawless. But, I mean, but, there's yeah, nothing. but you're, but it's nothing that you watch the whole movie to to enjoy that. Like you would have to go to a specific no, part of the movie. No, but it does at the make end. the movie way more enjoyable. That is true. <laughs> because you're looking for these spots and when things pop out at you. But I'm happy with it. Yeah, okay. So if she stays with B plus, this will be B plus plus just missed the demo. Mm-hmm. But I say don't even watch it. But if you want an extra one for your collection, oh, and I should say this was at a Best Buy Christmas deal. If it's still running, even though I said you don't need to see it, I think for five bucks for what I paid for it, buy it. Yeah. On 4K. Yeah, exactly. Same for you? Yeah. All right, let's move on to the last one finalizing with a movie lady phantom couldn't wait to see what is it the unbearable weight of massive talent from 2022 one hour 47 minutes and it is in this action-packed comedy nicholas cage plays nick cage channeling his iconic characters as he's caught between a super fan pedro pascal and a CIA agent, Tiffany Haddish. Well, you named the stars. Is there anybody else you want to name, Lady Phantom? Not well. Neil Patrick Harris. He is important. Uh, Lily Mo Sheen. Uh, he's uh, he's Michael Sheen and Kate Beckinsale's daughter. 
she's also there and demi moore had a cameo demi moore had a very fast cameo yeah you want to mention this guy oh yeah david gordon green also makes a little cameo and it happened because i i think he directed nicholas cage in something and they are pals are they yeah so that's why all right do you want to explain any more in this lady phantom because i i just wanted to make one point in this i did not want to see this phantom wanted this movie so bad when it came out she's been wanting to see it she would have went to the theater and seen this oh no oh yeah in the theater but then again i would go to the movie and i love nick cage there ain't any movie that i don't like nicholas cage in. he's on some of my favorite movies of all time but for some reason i was so turned off with the comedy angle in this it seems so farcical and nonsensical but I will say I enjoyed it more than I thought I was. But I don't love this movie, and I was eye rolling a lot. But I'm glad I seen it. Yeah, so, you did chuckle. <laughs> is there Here anything there. you want to exclaim? Do you want to, you know, say more of the plot? Really, what it's about? Because I, I think know, you because, should. He's uh, caught in the middle of something. What is that something? I mean, he is playing Nick Cage, as I said, and I did read that it's not Nicolas Cage. I mean, even like he in in real life, he has two boys. He doesn't have a daughter and stuff like that, you know. But like he is playing, let's say, a, a, a version of himself. And he's pretty much like a has-been, like, or he feels that he is a has-been. And he needs to find work because he wants to do these things but they are not picking him up but i think you missed a key point there Mm -hmm. is that he's plays this over the top character where all he cares about is himself and not anybody else around him that even his family that is is a key point in this movie like he cares about his family but but not not really. really it's it's more about him you know and then he meets this super fan, this complete fanboy, who is Pedro Pascal and whom I adore. And he wants him to to come to his place and do stuff, and, and like he wants to show him his script and everything. Well, that guy wants to make a movie with him in it. Exactly. He's the super fan, but. This guy is also a drug dealer, so to speak. Well, there's a he gets thing drafted there. by the FBI or CIA, whatever it is. Right? Yeah, he there's a thing there with with the fanboy, like at least he's supposed to be the head of a cartel or some stuff. You know, but more than anything, he just adores Nicolas Cage and kisses the the Without ground he steps. Spoiling on. it, Lady Phantom. Mm-hmm. Did you see the twist? Not really. Really? I did. I, I mean, did I kept one. thinking, like, this guy is too much of a sweetheart. Don't say too much. Uh-huh. But, yeah, I, I, I never saw it coming. Okay. And, but I really enjoyed this movie. And another key part, which I'm assuming you're going to like it because you said you like this movie, he has an alter ego younger. <laughs> what did you think of this de-aging and this part or parts um uh, i thought i i i wasn't a a mega fan of that de-aging process but i thought it was i mean it's 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 like a satire thing yeah that's what i 
didn't like when I seen the trailer of this. It you know, felt but, like this, but it was more. There was a story around yeah. it, which I didn't think there was going to be much of a story. Yeah, and I, I, I totally like. Once I saw the, the Nikki, you know, the the young Nicholas Cage, I was like, what? But I just rolled with it because I was enjoying this movie so much. Really? So I just rolled with it, and I said, yeah. I mean, it's obviously not a real thing. So I was not expecting anything that was like a real thing. And I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. Okay, well then I'll go first with the rating. Believe it or not, I am going to come up better than average on this. I was surprised and I'm telling you it's because of this three-story interwoven hierarchy, I want to say. <laughs> it's more involved than I thought it was going to be, but then it was also just as gimmicky as i thought it was going to be too but i am going to give it better than average because i did enjoy it and i am i would call myself a super fan of nicholas cage but this is one movie don't watch a nicholas cage in my opinion but i am going to give it a 5.5 oh Avoid. that's nice <laughs> what do you got i have an 8.5 i loved this movie and funnily enough I preferred Pedro Pascal's acting to Nicolas Cage's. I mean, I he he was good. He was definitely good, but at some points he he was a little bit too much over the top. You know, like it, like falling into the into the not great acting territory, I thought or I felt. But I really enjoyed this movie and and I'm going to watch it again, and I'm going to enjoy it just as much because it's funny and it's great. All right. 4K, what did you think? I think it's a solid 4K. Do you? Period. Yeah, I mean, I there is nothing. Black levels were not good in this movie. I know. I mean, it was clean, but I mean, any I suppose any movie done in 2022 should be clean. Yeah, but see, that's the difference between this and The Commuter. You yeah. know, they're both digitally shot movies. But the difference is stark. Yeah. Yes, yes. I mean, there is nothing to make mention of. Yeah, I don't think movie. there's one standout scene in this movie no. at all. Like I said, the black levels were grayish throughout. And there's so many bright scenes in this. It could have looked so gorgeous. Yeah, and I will say that, I mean, in this movie, Nick, Nicolas Cage... Like you know, he has a short hair and his beard, and I don't know if it's a 4K or what, but it makes painfully obvious that it's dyed hair oh, and yeah. beard. You know, like it looks. I mean, artificial, exactly. Because probably they're going for that, but it 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 doesn't look great. Yeah, well, I'm curious to see what you say here on the disc because nothing stands out to me. I got all negatives pretty much. Even the soundtrack wasn't that good. I was yeah. expecting some good tunes in this movie. Didn't get that. Like there's no great texturing on this. A lot of wide angle shots and they're on the freaking ocean too and it just doesn't stand out for a 4k disc yeah now that you mentioned the the ocean there were scenes when i saw the ocean and i was like oh look it looks cute but like that you know nothing like 
oh my goodness, that shot of the ocean is beautiful. No, it was more like, oh, it looks it looks nice. It looks nice yeah, and that's to, it. Yeah, to me, this was depressing for a new release like this. Now, this is, I think, Lady Phantom. Was this Lionsgate? I'm pretty sure. I oh, think we so. should say that the it was the commuter that was a uh, combination. I seen Lionsgate, oh, yeah. but Studio Canal is the one who and, produced and then he it. immediately and, went like, "Ooh, yeah, okay." Because they, <laughs> everyone that we have seen of Studio Canal, they put in the work and do a good job on their 4K yes yeah. most of the time. Yep. This one's straight Lionsgate, if I'm not mistaken, but. Yeah, there's just nothing highly for me to speak of. I'm ready to grade this already, Lady Phantom, unless there's something more you want to say. Did anything stand out to you? No. No, I, I just think it's a, a decent 4K that looks clean, and that's it. But that's kind of depressing, as you said, because it's Yeah, are you going to spend $10 stuff. more dollars on the 4K over the Blu-ray? Might even be more than $10. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, see, to me, I'm going to come in with a C-plus on this. You know, it's clean, so mm -hmm. it ain't going to be lower than a C. It is in Atmos. Mm -hmm. So you have that even though there's not many surrounds or nothing. But I'm just going to tell you, if you want to see this movie, for one, don't see this movie. There's so many great Nicolas Cage movies. But if you want to see it, please stick to the Blu-ray. It's fine on this. I'll give it a C+. Plus. Yeah, me too. I'm also on a C+, plus, but <laughs> I do say do watch this movie because it's a lot of fun. You think so? Oh, yeah. You'll watch this again? Yeah. You sure? I mean, this is a funny movie. It's good comedy, or at least comedy that I find very entertaining. And I love Pedro Pascal. And I love, like, here and there, there are, like, moments where Nicolas Cage inhabits previous characters he's played. And I, I, I thoroughly enjoy that. So, yeah, I will watch it again. All right, we're going to end with this soundtrack from the Nicolas Cage movie. So, Happy New Year. If you had resolutions, keep them going, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Let us know what your score is and tell us if you got any new 4K discs that we should be buying at Christmas time. So, for Lady Phantom, I am Bill Shetty. We'll catch you on the next Movies in 4K.